The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you've wanted to go behind the scenes with your favorite sports figure or entertainment personality, this is the show for you. Darnell has successfully bridged the gap between both and is ready to share his stories and his guest stories with you. Now, here's Darnell. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of OTS. I'm your host, Darnell Autry. I'm here with my guy, as always, JD. What's going on, baby? What's up, -er? It's fun time. Yeah, man. I gotta tell you, I'm a little tired today, though. I gotta, I gotta, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a little, I'm a little tired this week. Kind of wore me out. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just. Wore you out? Yeah. What you you do? Come on with it. Come on with it. I first want to start out as always, you know, Grant, you the man. Thank you very much. Appreciate all your work, all your efforts. G money, baby, baby. You know, we appreciate that as always. Uh, and I also wanted to, I was want to share a little bit of what I was doing this week. Uh, so during the week, I actually did a um, uh, a documentary. Well, I did an interview for a documentary. I guess the Big Ten Network is putting together like five of the best you know, seasons in Big Ten history or whatever, last 10 years or whatever. And, uh, of course, our season's one of them. And uh, the guy, uh, you know, uh, Scott, and I'm going to get his name right. Um, anyway, Scott comes, you know, he, he's basically he came to, to Arizona and he interviewed some guys that were here, William Bennett. Uh, I know he got Gary Barnett, uh, which was which was great. I saw him after I did the little interview thing, which was uh, awesome. Uh and and I'm again. I apologize, Scott. I'm trying to find your last name. Uh, and it was great. I mean, it was a good opportunity. It was a good experience. I mean, he was he he you know he jogged my memory about some things that I really forgot about. And it was really um yeah it's uh, uh Scott um sorry Scott Henry which is a real tough last name. Sorry, Scott. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott Henry. He's, he's with uh, um, Orange Lion Productions, which is awesome. And again, you know, he really jogged my memory about a lot of things that I forgot about. You know, th- during the season, and you know, he, he asked me, you know, questions about how I felt about certain things and what made the difference in the team and and how things changed and why things changed and what was the sentiment of Barnett when he first was recruiting me and, you know, what was my freshman struggles because everybody knows I struggled mightily as a freshman just trying to figure out which way I want to do it, what I want to do with my life. Uh, and, and he asked me, he said, you know, uh, um, are there things from that season that you – where is that season for you now? You know, and like where is it – where does it sit with you now? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, it. It was one of those questions. I was like, "Hmm, wait a minute. Where, where does it sit now?" Like, I mean, I don't remember. And as we talked about this last week, you know, I don't remember game for games. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that kind of stuff. I mean, I remember you know hanging out with the guys. I remember you know certain events that happened outside the football field. I remember certain wins, those kind of things. But I didn't really remember. But the the question is, where does it lie with me now? And mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, hmm." 
I mean, I, I certainly don't walk around, you know, telling everybody that I was, you know, on the cover of Sports Illustrated and, you know, we went to the Rose Bowl and, you know, all I that. I thought so. you wore a T-shirt with that. <laughs> <laughs> I got the T-shirt, hat, and the pants to match. No, uh, you know, I, I certainly don't do that. But I do think that there were lessons and things that I learned uh, about that experience that, that I do continue to use, you know, the perseverance, the focus, the, uh, the effort, the, uh, the drive, uh, overcoming obstacles, um, you know, being down and getting back up and all, all those kinds of things I feel like I take away from it. But, you know, I just keep thinking about it as you ask me because it still kind of blows my mind. I'm like, well, I'm not quite sure. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things that I, that I take from it, not just that season, but from my college experience and my pro experience or whatever. But it was a great, it was really cool. It was a really cool experience, and I hope, I hope it turns out great. He's going to give us copies, uh, and it's going to be neat. Uh, you know, I can't say that. I mean, I'll probably watch it once or twice, and then that'll be that. Uh, and then let my sister show all her friends, or whatever. I don't know. I, whatever. I could see it being on your cell phone. <laughs> I got a screen saved. Like, hey, you ain't going to believe this. Watch awesome. it. Boom, boom. This is me. This is me. This is also me. This is me. I'm taking pictures of the TV from my phone. This is me. This is me. This is me. No, but it, it was it was really cool experience, and you know I can't I can't thank Scott uh, enough. It was really cool, and uh, I hope it's a great great thing. I hope I hope it turns out as as awesome as it seems like it's going to be. You know he's gonna you know put in highlights and things like that, which is great. So again, I want to I want to thank him because it was it was it was really cool. I'd like really, to really check cool. that out. Some some of the guys. Yeah, some absolutely. Guys. Some of the, some of the old heads, you know, some of the some of the fellas, you know. It, there's quite a few of you guys out here in the valley too. Yeah, there is. There is, you know, Barry Gardner's out mm-hmm. here. Um, you know, uh, Damian. Damian Anderson. I mean, even though I didn't, I didn't play with Damian Anderson, but he's out here. Um, you know, we got Coach, Coach, Coach Hardgrave is out. I almost. Yep. He was there when you were there? No, he wasn't, but he's but, a Northwestern no, but, guy. Coach Moe. Coach Moe's there. Yeah, he's a Northwestern guy. Uh, he came out, to, you know, uh, you know, Barnett's out here. Um, so there's a, there's a decent amount of us out here, and I think it has to do with the weather and you know. The, the mildness and, and probably, you know, the cost of living is yeah, nice. You know, it's, it's, exactly. it's a happy medium. Yeah, it is. It's, it <laughs> is. It's, it's a little piece of, uh, piece of awesomeness. So. Yeah, all we're missing is a big body of water, but then the things that come with that, I'll pass them. I'll just <laughs> fly to the water. <laughs> Leave it there and, and they come back. back. No, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. So yeah, it was, uh, it was cool. What'd you, what'd you do this weekend? Anything, anything oh, big? Oh, wow. Yeah, hey. I just turned it on you. Yeah, you just put me on the spot. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I may be a prime candidate for concussion testing in college football. And uh, I'm trying to think, wow, <laughs> what did I do this past weekend? Well, so, much, I, I, well, so much to count. Well, last night, actually, I had a couple guys come uh, that grew up with me in Lake County. Uh, one of the guys came in. We, You got to go. If you ever get a chance, you got to go to Shar's place on 7th Avenue. Wait, they ain't the sponsor, are they? No. Oh, we can't, um, we can't mention them then. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm but, just kidding. Charles, give us some money. Let's dude, do it. They have this lady, mm-hmm. Lady J. She is just hypnotizing. And you go there, right. it is a live band. They uh, do is literally. Is it that whole, blues place that you're Yeah, it's a whole oh, okay. And every scenario that I acted out was reacted with the same characters, showed up. It, it's like you sit there. And I just, I'm entertained. I, right. It's just nothing like it. It's so what is it? Is Char's, Char's, Char's house or Char's, is Char's house is, uh, C-H-S-H. C-H-A-R. Okay. It's Char's house. Okay. Yeah. And it's, uh, maybe it's between Campbell and Camelback. Oh, okay. Seven, they have F. It, it looks like a shack from Mississippi somewhere. Right. But 
they kicks it in there. Really? And I mean, very diverse. I mean, you is that's awesome. you name it is there that's and is awesome. on the floor and everybody's happy. That's awesome. And I'm happy because I people watch. No, yeah. absolutely. That's what I, I mean. That's that's ninety percent of the reason why I like to go out is I like to watch. I like. I like In people fact, watch. we're going we're gonna have to posse up there because I'm gonna introduce you to the characters. I got a guy there. I don't know their names. Gregory Hine, Gorillas <laughs> in the Mist. There's a few other. Gorillas. <laughs> oh, oh no! It's a dance that goes with it. <laughs> and it's, it was funny. This guy Gorillas does the, the same mist. dance. Uh, when she sings uh, Bob Marley, oh, and he, that, hits, he just jigs with it. Huh? Oh man! <laughs> After the show, we'll have a we'll yeah, have yeah, we gotta, yeah, we gotta powwow about that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Shar's Shar's house. Oh, seventh Ave. Okay. All bad. Yeah, Great I gotta. Time. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta check that hey, out. The for, best three dollars you'll ever spend. Well, there it is. There it is. Best three dollars you'll ever spend. I like it. I'm all about it. If it's you know, if it's cheap, it's for D. You know, I'm there. there. Especially when it comes to my entertainment. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's get into this. Let's 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 this discuss. My- let's discuss. First of all, let's go back last week. We didn't get a chance to really touch on it, right? Let's go back. Uh, and it's only it's probably three or four words. I think we wrapped it up, but he put it on here. So, Donovan McNabb, is he a Hall of Famer or is he not? Absolutely, just not a fa- first ballot. And you say absolutely, and I say I think he eventually gets in, but, again, it just depends on who else is on the ballot. And, unfortunately, as time goes on, more and more guys start qualifying, and who knows, you could get bumped indefinitely because you keep, you know, people can start retiring and they have bigger careers and so on and so forth. He's two ballots off. Okay, so he's a two-ballot guy. He's out. I do think he makes it eventually, but I don't know. I, I think it might take two or three ballots for him to get in, maybe four. I don't know. I, but I think eventually. If I have anything to do with it, Donovan, I will fight for you. Oh, yeah, my man. I love, yeah. I'm serious. I, I love you some five. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great, great person. Handled all, handled all the adversity for the most part class. with dignity and class and respect and was above that, took the high road when teams were talking bad about him, when the media was all over him. He always has and always will be just him. Yeah, and I'm not counting him out like to not play. No, uh, right. I, I really think he can do just like Kurt Warner did right. when Kurt Warner when he couldn't even take a snap in New York right. when he was dropping the ball. I think Donovan could come to a place like here with the two with the things and throw that monkey up mm-hmm. and, and let him let, uh, let your career roll right. Let let the rebirth begin, huh? Yep. I, I I can see it happening. I, well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I said, I, I love I love Donovan. I think he's again. I know him personally. I haven't I haven't talked to him in a long time, but obviously, I always thought he was a great person. I thought he was a great competitor. I thought he was a really great quarterback. Uh, you know, I think again, like you said, the weapons and things that he didn't have that a lot of these other guys they they've had. They've had some big time people. So you know, I do I do think and do hope that uh, you know he. I, first of all, I hope he gets back on the field because I, I like watching him play. I think he's a fun guy. I think he's a fun guy to watch. I think he's very creative. I think he's sharp. I think he's, he's you know, being a veteran. I, I can see the pressure being put on in the Valley. I yeah? can see. Why not? He lives here. Why not? He's better than everything else that they have going, and he'll be cheap. Yeah. For uh, yeah, uh, yeah. For now, I think he'll be, be too, I think he'll be he'll be discounted. Because he just, just say, yeah, he, he just wants to play. He, he wants to play, and him with Fitzgerald 
And as we get into the other stuff, right. Michael Floyd. Yeah, he's got some. Right. Yeah, he would have some pieces, and he got you know, Edie Beanie. If Beanie can stay can stay healthy, you know, he's got some. He's got some stuff. I mean, he's got he's got he would have some stuff around him. I just don't know whether or not you know Arizona sees the same thing that me and you see. Rod Graves, we are talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Donovan he gets into the Hall of Fame eventually. I just don't know that he's going to be a two or three ballot person. It might take a little bit longer than that. Uh, it's right there in our face. It's the biggest thing that happened in the NFL this week. Uh, the NFL draft. Bad time of the year. Oh, I know. I know you love I it. I, I it. know. I know you love this. I thought I thought for sure you'd be in Indianapolis, though. I thought uh, well, that's not no, in New, New York. York. Yeah. Uh, I have obligations to the radio show. So. Oh, uh, man. We paid you much to miss it. Huh? I know. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I was fighting. It was 88 degrees. Yeah. I was at home watching it. And I wanted to develop one of those mysterious coughs right. and stuff like that. But I was like, like, I'm not going to be able to make it. I was it like, in. this is the time of year you need to be Yeah, you got to be on the show. You got to be on the show. You get paid the big bucks to be here on Absolutely. Fridays. Absolutely. So what I did, I just brought my iPad 3 so I could just go ahead and put just up the Just keep an eye on and it and see what's going tracking. on. And, and, and I, I got to say, uh, I, gotta, I have to admit that I, I only watched a little bit. I only watched a little bit. Uh, I... I I don't know. I don't know what's going on with me with drafts, but I, I just I always feel like, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's just jealousy. You know, I'm like, oh damn, you know, these guys are going first day. I wish I was the first day guy. I mean, maybe it's that. Maybe it's the the uh, the, the, the 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 excitement for these guys. Their future is still ahead of them. Mine's way behind me. You know, what I mean, I don't know if I'm feeling all those kind of envious jealousy and all that stuff. Well, here's a consolation type statement. Right. Technically. In today's draft, you would have went third day. <laughs> so going second day is a very no, good no, thing because yeah, first no. round is only one day. Right. And that was the fastest first round. One of the Thank thing, goodness. Well, one of the good things that's happening is be for the league is the salary cap. Right. I mean, the rookie uh, yeah, school. Yeah, rookie school. And, 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 you can, they can move more with their yeah, packs. They can get on with it. Yeah, and you're seeing people more aggressive because yeah. now – they You're not taking as big a risk. Risk, yeah. You're not putting as much money on it. And the owners are kind of like, okay, it's not going to cost me that much. So you can go ahead and get that underclassman right. at spot 12 or 8. And be capped and not have to pay him the guaranteed $30 million that if he doesn't pan out a pop. But if I'm Cam Newton and I'm looking at Sam Bradford and I'm like, he made double yeah. what I made and he hasn't produced even ha- his two seasons combined. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he's been dinged, and he's again, he's in Detroit, and blah 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 blah. St. Louis, bro. Oh, same difference. Sa- well, even worse, right? Well, sa- Detroit's better. I apologize. I but was thinking, I was thinking in my head, Stafford. I was thinking Stafford in my head. But yeah, Sam Bradford. I mean, that was that was a nightmare pick. Just but in he general. still had Predator. I mean, he had a, a a. That's all he had, pretty mm-hmm. much, and he had long. And, yeah, and uh, Loritis on defense. They had some Loritis, yeah. Loritis, same yeah. thing. <laughs> I want, thinking about you, Mike, I want to. Yeah, no, real talk, real talk. But I wanted to, uh, okay, so we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to really get into what happened, how it transpired the first day. I know you love it. I know you've been so pumped up and excited. We're going to take a break. Darnell Autry. J.D. Harris. Voice America, OTS. We'll be back. Your 
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back. Thank you very much, Twyla. Appreciate that. What? <laughs> Twyla, I just brought, I just, I just broke that out. You like that? What is that Swahili for? What does it mean? Uh, it means princess in Swahili. No, I just made that up. <laughs> I, I know you. Trust me, I know you well enough. Now, people out there may not know you. You know what I've said to you. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I know. and you know what? And I tell my dad all the time. I was like. Darnell has that gift, Dad. I just don't have that gift. I was like, making up as it goes like, along. Yeah, you know? yeah Darrell, when yeah. you played at Minneapolis. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, 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 of course, or, absolutely. Or do you know Kujo Bubobo? <laughs> oh, yeah, how's he doing? His I name sounds it. very familiar. Yeah, I see it with him. Absolutely. Tell him I said hi. I like, to, I like to call it the gift, sir. I like yeah. to call it the gift. Yeah, it is. The gift, gift to gab, the gift to gab, and to talk to people and the not even know. The gift of manure. Yeah, that too. But sometimes <laughs> people just need to hear it in their lives. They need a little poop in their lives sometimes. Some people just need a chocolate pie. You know what I mean? Some oh, people just need. Are you to help now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so, the draft. Let's get into this. All right? Now. This is JD. I know JD is, he's just all pumped up and geeked up about this. You know, I know this is, this is his whole thing. You know, again, I, I was telling JD and I told, you know, I have to admit I didn't watch the whole thing. I personally, and again, I was telling him, I don't know if it's, if it's, if it's envy or if it's jealousy or if it's, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm, you know, I'm still, you know, got a, uh, you know, my heart is still hurting. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just look at it and go, okay, cool. I, I see where the big names went. I see who didn't get picked up, which is more interesting to me because I wonder, does that fuel them to do more? And I think sometimes it does. Sometimes it does not. Well, they had a piece showing like uh, MJD and uh, Ray Rice and all those guys, and like MJD, he wore thirty-two because there were thirty-two other guys that were picked before him. Ah. And so, I mean, uh, is a uh, you find, uh, and usually what's funny, those guys that didn't get picked where they felt they should have got picked, those are guys like Randy Moss, you know, you have uh, Tom Brady, you have the Aaron Rodgers, and all, like I've been following, following all the roles to the draft, and, you know, you go with a chip. Right. Just like, you know, you find some of, like one of my best friends, Terry Cousin, right. undrafted free agent. Right. 
he spent 12 years. He Every team he's been on, they drafted a number one DB quarterback in his position. Right. And, and he still played. Out, he still he, balls out. He balled out and outplayed all of the first-round picks that were on the teams that he were on. He had longer careers than them. Absolutely. I mean, that that's the other thing I like, too, though. I do I do like saying, okay, yeah, so he's a first-rounder. I like that. That's cool. But then when they come out and they actually show up, yeah, that's a great story. Yeah. That's always amazing. I love to see that. I, I'm not a big fan of people that, that show up and pop. That that's For me, that's not a really big story for me. I think it's kind of like terrible and an opportunity wasted and all those things and and I, it's a very negative thing but i like to see those stories where you know they're they're happy they're excited to be picked they're going to go out they're not going to get fooled by the the glitz and glam they know this is a job and, and, and that's why i think uh with this year's draft i think is one or more talented first rounds that that has been there in a long time Really? Uh, yeah, I, you, the quarterbacks are solid I, and i think you know uh luck is about 4 years out from yeah, because they're gonna need to put they need yeah, other pieces. You right. know, today they did something good with picking up his tight end from Stanford, right? And that's a safety valve for a young right. quarterback, right? And uh, he's a baller, and, he's a baller. And, yeah, and he's a baller, and it's chemistry, right? But RG three, he's coming in a situation where they're already loading stuff around him, and what he does, uh, counter to I like McNabb, but counter to what he says, I know that Daddy Shanahan. Is going to have a lot more handprints and imprints on this offense because otherwise they're all gone and his son's career is shot. shot. Right. So he's going to take control. And with us, with a guy like RG three, people are just it's going to make play call play calling a lot easy for them and very hard for defensive coordinators. I think it's going to be very interesting because here's what I here's the thing that I sense, and I'm looking at the two first picks, and I don't think it was a shocker. I don't think the third pick was a shocker. The third, not pick. until not until the day before, the day before, or the day of when they when they made that announcement that they switched and flip flopped, and people were like, "Oh, they're going to take you know uh, Trent Richardson." You know, Trent Richardson. You know, I was like, "Well." That wasn't really, I mean, it, usually it's a surprise. You know, usually it's like, whoa, hey, I didn't even, because everybody thought it was going to be a big surprise. Well, well, no, because Minnesota had that spot. Right. And so, you know, Rick. They didn't need a quarterback. Yeah, and Rick doesn't need a running back per se. No. But, I mean, and he could have took Blackman, but they felt for value. They needed to address the tackle, get more picks, because, you know, Minnesota is pretty empty. Uh, the well is dry there. Right. But, First of all, I'm going to give the young man, Trent Renterson, uh, some props. That brother had on a suit that was cold-blooded. Yeah. But, yeah. And I liked his attitude. He was like, I got a job. It doesn't work. They don't have to select me. That's the that's the other thing that I was saying is I'm looking at these pictures and I'm thinking to myself, and unfortunately I don't know why I feel this way. And, again, it's just me talking out loud is that I get the sense that there's a there's a workman attitude with luck. There's a workman attitude with Trent Richardson. I, I I don't know I don't know uh, I I think maybe it's because he's, he's he looks like he's a, he looks like a fun nice guy that RG three looks like fun loving guy he's got socks and all those kind of things and, and and there's other things there's a personality there that that makes it like uh, he's very super gifted you know what I mean yeah. so he doesn't very so, gregarious very gregarious yeah very out there very gifted well spoken uh, and I think that there's a that it. it it feels like there's not as workmen. Oh, dude, I'm going to tell you quite the contrary. If you would have saw even the stuff his daddy had him doing every day, this dude had tires, rolls of tires. You got to remember, he was a hurdler. Right. No, absolutely. And, and just showing his personal work stuff. 
And that, the, the, but my point is, is this. That's all well and good. That's all well and good. Leading up to this point right now. True. Everything you did up to this point right now is awesome. And you, there's a reason that your picture is on there. But, and I know what you're going to say, and this is what he said. As of today, we're not number one and number two. We're number, we're last. We're 32 and 30, we're 34 and 35. It's a great thing to say. But mo- you never hear a guy say that. Well, again, I, I, I think my, my point is, is that, and it's just, and I, I guess it's across the board. It's not necessarily just him. But I do think he's the probably the more gregarious of the top five, I would say. He's the more out out there talking and people want to interview him. And you know, he's got that personality. And he's super gifted. I, I give you that I think he's extremely gifted. And I think that was the same kind of thing that they had with Cam Newton. That they were thinking like, well, he's a big smile and he's kind of you too, know, charismatic, too charismatic for it. And maybe he's not going to take it that seriously. And maybe he's going to, you know, maybe it's more of the show than it is the player and things like that. So I... I I'm really excited to see this season. It's going to be a great season. I think it's going to be really, really uh, uninteresting with all the other things that are going on. But back to these these draft picks, I do think that, again, Andrew Luck, I think he's not going to be swayed by – because he's got a lot of work ahead of him. Andrew Luck's got a lot of work ahead of him. The well – I mean, he – Oh, my goodness. And and I say this because I know that, like, people – had donned him the best thing since sliced bread. Right. Since Peyton Manning. Right. Exactly. And I, forgetting least, that Eli was picked also first, and you know. And, and, and here's the thing: at least when Peyton came to the Colts, there were people around him. Right. Andrew Luck is coming, and he hasn't been hit yet. Not you yet. Know, you know, when he was at Stanford, that's why he his old lineman will go. That's why his tight end is going. Uh, you know, things like that. He's, you know, Jim Harbaugh being a for, former quarterback, you know, and Shaw, those guys are putting together nothing but pass protection. Right. Because they understand, you know, keep my quarterback protected because Jim Harbaugh has been on the other side of that. He knows, he knows, he knows what that is, he, right. He and his future's on that. His yeah, future's and, in and, that. And, and then you got to remember, they had Gayhart. Uh, Toby Gayhart like, doing his thing, and right. people. So this is the first time. He's coming to a situation, even though I, I shouldn't say that because when he came to Stanford, it was nothing there. Right. But after a while, now you felt what it's like to be shielded, protected. Right. That's not going to happen. Oh, yeah. He's going to have a lot of work ahead of him. He's going to get hit a lot. Uh, and he's a big guy. I think he's going to be able to take it. I think he's he's more athletic than everybody thought. He's yeah. more athletic than I thought. Yeah, but he, I think he's athletic, but he's not. He's going to take hits. He's not a Cam Newton. No. He's not going to be able to avoid a lot. And here's the thing. Not only is it new for him, you have Bruce Arians coming over, so you have a whole new offense. Yeah. So not only, and it's not like Bruce Arians is bringing three or four guys with him. Right. He's coming, and I haven't seen a person that was under the former offense of his in Pittsburgh or guys that were there when he was at the Colts there. So it's a new learning curve for everyone, and that's when stuff gets really messed up. Oh, yeah. Because no, now, now you don't even have someone to mentor you or teach you, tutor you. It's a whole different world. These, they're growing everything. together. They're, they're creating their own their own thing. This is their own. There's no more Peyton Manning anything. There's no Jeff Saturdays. Right. I mean, so now the cohesion with your line, the receiving core has just been dissipated. So you don't, I mean, you have Reggie Wayne. And two other guys. You lost Garcon. You lost uh, uh, Garcia. 
or Gonzalez, Gonzalez, you've lost Dallas Clark. I mean, Uh, is Austin Collar Dog still there? He may be, but again, yeah, Uh, I, I, you know, I. Robert I Griffin, feel, I think he's got. I think they're again. They're they're loading him up, and, and he and that's why he was like, when they asked him to come out for a private workout, he was like, oh no, I'll trust me, I'll go number two. I'm in a big market, mm-hmm. a, a larger in market, the capital of the of uh, the country. country. I mean, absolutely. I already got people lined up. They already have people in place, so they're not as bad, right? And I know we're doing something, and I don't have. Who am I replacing? No, absolutely. Who's my, uh, you know, what? Cor- yeah, there's no, there's no Doug expectation. Williams? There's no right. <laughs> Doug, Doug, Doug Williams from '86, '85. What, what, what year was that? 80, 90, what is that? 80, 80s, 89, 88, 88 something like that. 88. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I don't, I don't think he has the expectation, but I do think that. You know, that kind of expectation can be bone crushing. And I did watch ESPN a little bit today about talking to Steve Young, who's in the same kind of, who's in the very same position. But minus, you know, Montana was there. You know, Monty had to compete against Montana. And that's, you know, you know, it's tough to be in the same space. And But also, he didn't go, when he went there, that team was solid. Right. No, absolutely. <laughs> solid. Absolutely. Let's and not make everybody no had about been it. there. Right. I mean, you could have came in. And, and got away with some stuff. No, absolutely. The offense would have protected you. You could have won, won a game at quarterback for San Fran. Absolutely, back then. absolutely, absolutely. I, I would completely agree. Tom Rappin, Roger. I, I, I again, I, you know, Cleveland. I think it was a great pick for them at third. That boy. Uh, I, I think he's. I think he's extremely tough. I, I think, think he's, he's better than. I think his all around game, all around game has the potential, the potential to be better than AP mm. all around game. Mm. I'm not mm. saying better mm. runner. Well, again, that's what I love the most is that time will tell. Prove yeah. it. You know what I mean? Your first round, there's expectations on you. Prove it. You know? Uh, number four went to Matt Kyle. Khalil. And Khalil. Uh, it, it blows my mind every time I see these things. You know, six, seven, 295. And, and again, that's becoming the norm. That's the normal thing. Like, you, if you're six, four as an offensive lineman, you're a small offensive lineman. You're a guard. You're, center. yeah, you're a guard center. Now you got guys that are six, seven, six, eight, you know, it's, it's, they're growing bigger and bigger every 15 minutes. What about quarterbacks? Right. They're getting bigger and bigger every 15 six, minutes. Five? Yeah, exactly. When, when the fact that Robert Griffin is considered short at six, two and a quarter or whatever, or right. six, two, yeah, and, at six two and quarter, what? Yeah, Jim McMahon was six foot. You had, you go back then. Uh, I mean, Doug Flutie, Flutie, Doug Flutie flakes, Flutie flakes was what five ten, five eleven. I mean, he ain't, he wasn't. But you go across the Joe Montana, right? I mean, you go back to those guys. No, real talk, absolutely. We're gonna take another break. We're gonna cover some more of this draft. Um, interesting stuff. I love it. I, I think you're right. I think it's really exciting. I knew you're a building guy. I don't know as much as you do, but it's awesome. Uh, we're going to take a break. Darnell Autry. J.D. Harris. Voice America. OTS. We'll be back. to the pros we, we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports 
Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner Talking Baseball with Jim Layritz is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346 9144. Or send an email to Darnell at darnellautry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back. And uh, we me and JD were just talking about the, the, the third pick, the Cleveland Brown pick. Uh, again, I was telling him that I, you know, it's tough as a running back in, in Cleveland. It just seems like they just beat him up pretty, pretty well. And, and, mm-hmm. and just, and, you know, he's, JD gave, you know, gave me the inside scoop saying basically Holmgren's going to try to help protect that with this, you know, a little bit of this West Coast offense influence. But I know they've had it before. And now they've got, don't they have a new quarterback too? They just brought in a new quarterback. So Cobra yeah. Boy's gone. So now you got rookie quarterback a- and rookie running back yeah. on a team. So now that could, I mean, that could change the face of, of how we, you know, of how they build, you know, from here on out. Cause it's, you know, one piece here and there doesn't seem to be. Well, Shermer, I, I mean, they're going to do the thing. I could see Holmgren. Uh, like similar with Seattle, he'll he, it's gonna with that West Coast offense. You're running back, and you played in when you went to Philly. Right. Uh, you have to be versatile. You have yeah, to be absolutely. able to catch, run. So block. that's right. block. And so that's the good thing. It's not like you're going like in the past with Cleveland, run between the tackles all day long, boom, boom, boom. Right. Uh, you know that's not gonna happen. You're gonna be hopefully not. And again, I know that Peyton Hill says that that style. He was that style. Yeah. But they did, that's all they had. He was a fullback. He right. was a fullback. It, right. it got converted but to don't tailback. Don't they have uh, Clayton too? They have no. They have well, Hill. Uh, no, the, uh, uh, the other kid that I met at the Super Bowl thing. Running back for Cleveland Browns, uh, Clay. The other running back they have. Mm-hmm. Young. He's a young kid too. Yeah. But. Uh, his name escapes me. But, I, I, again, I, I, I want to see, unfortunately, I'm like, I hope he doesn't get dinged up because Cleveland, you know, that just seems to happen there. It just seems like. It, it is a dark cloud over that. Yeah. Yeah. But, and now, I mean, the guys are bigger and stronger and faster that they're also getting injured more. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I, I think everybody's getting injured across the board. Let's not yeah. let's not just say just in Cleveland you get dinged. Yeah, and that's it, it. It, everybody. Right. It, Everybody's it, hurt, dinged. I got Like you. before, I mean, and, and, you know, again, there's some other influences because, like, you know, I, I was skeptical about Commissioner Goodell, but he's taken over. He's making a stamp, and he's, you know, the player health and safety are issues, and he's addressing it. And and now, like, so maybe some of those guys are the guys that's going in and getting their shots. That now is like, guys are like, if I'm ding, I'm not necessarily playing. Because my contract, I mean, it's a different, yeah, yeah, it's a different, it, it, it's a, it, it, probably a different, it's a different strategy, different way to look at things. 
probably in how you play, how you perform now. Yeah. You know, then I mean, you, you think, could you see Walter Payton missing a game? No, no, that that wouldn't happen. That, I mean, that, that, even that, going back to Cleveland, but Kevin I guess you Matt, know at that time you didn't have you you really you weren't really playing for anybody else. You were playing for your team because you couldn't go nowhere else until they told you you know we're done with you. So. You're not playing for anybody else. You're, you're, this is your team. This is all you got. So make the most of it. And once you get dinged, we gonna get rid of, rid of you. And then hopefully if somebody else picks you up, but if not, oh well. So it almost sounds like good parenting. You have no options. Right. You know, you give a kid an option, boom. Right. Then exactly. That's what, but anyway, go, like with the draft, I think I feel sorry for Justin Blackman. You don't like that? I, I, don't li- I, I, I like, like him. I like him. I, I, know, I feel bad that he had to go there. <laughs> le- well, leading leading up to the draft, I was really surprised. Uh, and and again, I, I I again watched what they were saying and who they thought and blah blah blah. And Justin Blackman and I've watched him play. I thought is just an animal. Was a complete man amongst boys, and it was an animal. And I know that he had some other issues. I think some off the didn't he have some None. kind of he didn't have any issues. None. There was something that was going Michael on. Floyd. Um, hmm, interesting. Uh, but no, I think, I think, I like, I mean, I like him. I do. Uh, Blake Gabbard, I don't know. I mean, he, he's got to get his game together because, you know, he's now got a big time weapon and he's got to be able to get that out there. He's got to be able to throw it down the field. Well, and the good thing about it, I mean, the guy attacks the ball well and you still have MJD. If, if they get that money right. Yeah. And so you I go, don't think they can afford not to. Because what else have they got? They, but they've you know. done things that have not made sense down there plenty yeah, of times. Yeah, true, true. So, you know, they, so to me, do you load the box or do you cover him? Right. That's a good, that's a good pick. I mean, but again, we're, we're talking about the NFL. We're not talking about, they've got guys out there that, that are, that are familiar with this kind of, with this species of wide receiver. You know what I mean? And you can always, you know, do a, you know, double up and all that sort of but stuff. But then you, then that's one extra man that you take away. So if they get another weapon. Right. And that's the key. And they have a couple guys that were, you know, solid or decent number two or threes. Right. Uh, and, and the thing is, like, you're dealing with even teams like Denver. That still haven't addressed the issues that they need. Peyton Manning has not gotten I anything. They, I, think the, I think they've got some some secrets up their sleeve, but that, that's just yeah. Me they got people waiting. Yeah, they got they got guys in the wings. Uh, uh, Morris Claiborne, I think he's an animal. I think he's going to be all right there at Dallas. But again, Terrence Newman, he had a long career there, just like Terrence Newman. I think they're saying he's better than Terrence. He's going to be uh, better than Terrence. Yeah, there. But again, you can't. Skills. Here's the other thing. You, I'm not. I'm not going to say that you're better than somebody that's already proven. Let's not. Let's not do that. You know what I mean? Let, I mean, let's say that's comparing when they're coming in. Okay, they had a similar. You know what I mean? That really bothers me when guys go, "Well, he's he's going to be better than." I will say this: you have a better in today's football. You dealing with a couple of those top guys on defense and stuff in the SEC when every week what you're facing. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's it's that you you're still you're dealing with speed every week you're on your own with, team. On your own team, you practice it against the best of the best. No, absolutely. I do. I agree with that. Uh, I like that. Uh, Mark uh, Mark Barron. Uh, another. Oh, he is a baller. Yeah, he is a baller. T- t- uh, Shiano is gonna love him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a. That's Strong a safety. He's he's a he's a baby. He's a he's a baby linebacker, basically. Basically. I mean, basically, he is, and he, you know, he's he's the he's the same kind of punishing safety as uh, um, your boy so, from from uh, St. Louis. No, not St. Louis, from uh, Indianapolis. Um, 
went well, to uh, Iowa. Sanders. Yeah, he's Bob, he's Bob Sanders. I mean, Bob Sanders is coming there and pop. He would he go in there and just knock knock himself out and, to knock you out. And that, and that was him. And Mike Brown was like, yeah, that. yeah, they go and, in there, but, fly around there. But and those just, guys, their first two years, they're crazy, and everybody loves them. But then they made their Pro Bowl, and then year right. four. It's the it's it's the, taking the, a toll. Right. No, I, I hear you. It's, it's like, a physical game. It's getting bigger, faster, stronger. It's physical. I think defense is physical. I mean, you're fighting off all those blocks. I mean, it's 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 tough. You got to lay the hit. You're getting it. We well, got people like Matt Khalil running four nines. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Six seven. That's just crazy stupid. I think I think the big pick uh, for me mentally for this is the is this this Tannehill this Tannehill pick. You like it. I, I like it. I, I think that, uh, first of all, you have some familiarity. You have a guy that already knows your system. That's, right. and that's sometimes the hardest thing because when you go from college to the pro, it's that terminology. Now you're talking about scat protection where, you know, some colleges like University of Oklahoma, a few other places, their, their playbook is not too complicated. It's about this thin right. and so guys can learn it. Where you go there, now you have a guy that knows your system. You have a guy that's a phenomenal athlete. And had he played another year, he may be considered. Look what he's done in the course I of 19 do, games. I do think, though, that he could have probably benefited for an, from another year. But the thing is, and then he he's going to sit another year. Right, so he's going to sit anyway. Yeah, I think he's going to sit anyway, right. So, I, But I, I think it's going to be interesting. I think, again, Miami's trying to get some magic going on. they got a lot of stuff happening in Miami, so that's, that's yeah, good stuff. I, I mean, right? he has a guy like David Garrard. Who, uh, who is a consummate professional that will guide him along. And, and here's the thing. You guys forget. David Garrard is Mr. Consistent. He had, right. how many games did he go without throwing interception? I mean, right. so you have a guy that they're going to be working with each other. Right. And David I, knows he's just kind of ride by. He knows the situation. I was watching uh, ESPN earlier today and they were kind of laughing at, um, Tannehill because the guy, uh, I guess what the the new offensive coordinator was his coach Sherman. In, in Sherman was his co- was his coach in in Texas A and M, and he was jumping up and down like, yeah, we got to take this guy. This guy's a winner. Well, meanwhile, they're laughing at him because they didn't really win that much in Texas A and M. So, what are you what are you talking about? So, it's very interesting that. And these are all seasoned guys, you know, Tom Jackson, mm-hmm. you know, Keyshawn. They, th- it seems like the consensus was they were going to sit him anyway. you got another guy down there that he can learn. He can sit for a year. He's got 19 games. Most come out with 22 games underneath their belt at least, minimum. And he still doesn't have anyone to throw to. So right, exactly. Bush to hand off to you. Right, exactly. So he's got that work. Uh, Luke, I, I like Luke. Uh, what is, how do you say his name? Luke Cucci. Coochie. The linebacker from yeah, Boston. Yeah, linebacker from Boston. He, he, he look at his uh, profile. But one of the things I wanted is it's like you look at some of these picks and it's like really what the it's just been a different draft. It seems like it's it, been a lot of different it, drafts. It, it, you just can't. It, it's like. It's so it's been so unpredictable yet predictable. Right, right. Uh, Stephen Gilmore. Uh, Stephon, Steven, Stephon, Stephon, Stephon. Oh, he's a ball player. Stephon he's a corner Gilmore, at, yeah. from South yeah, Carolina. He's a baller. He's a uh, baller. And the, the boy would come up and tackle. You're right, six one, one ninety three. But a, but I, I I've watched him. He really could be a safety. Yeah, right, right. And that's the thing. That's the other thing too. The versatility. Once you lose a step or two as a as a corner, they just that's move that's you in, and that's it. Yeah, you you ready? Like they did with Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson lost a step, came in as a safety, and was a nightmare. Yeah, an absolute nightmare. But he was also a physical corner. Yes. But check this out. First year, first round, 
No University of Florida, no Miami. Wow. That is, that's mind-blowing. And no Florida State. Wow. Dentari Poe from Memphis. Again, 6'5", 350, defensive tackle. That is a monster. An absolute Man monster. Man-child. Going to Kansas City, I like that. Uh, defensive end from Mississippi State, Deflexer Felix. Uh, no, Fletcher, Cox. Fletcher Cox. What am I talking about? Oh, that about? boy is a Fletcher, phenom. Yeah. Uh, what is his name? Fletcher, Fletcher Cox. Cox. Fletcher Cox. What okay. did you call him? Fanima. Something Felix. Kind of like the lady's name. You yeah, created. exactly. You like that? Fatima? What? No, I just made that which, up. Uh, Wicker Tapa. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Kuma Tama. Defensive end. He's going to he's going to Philly. I like that for Philly. Uh, I think that one of the best moves, and I'd be really surprised if if Arizona doesn't get graded really high for this move. But this Mal- this Michael Floyd kid. Six three two twenty four. We th- we're going to be hearing a lot about him. Only one because we're in Arizona, but two, you know, he's a Notre Dame guy, and they love to tout their guys. But the other part is that he's a protege, like you were telling me. Yeah, uh, he uh, fits his work with him in the off season. He kind of looks like David Boston a little bit. Yeah, yeah, uh, he does. I he's, mean, got a, he's got a David Boston look, but I'll tell you what, I think David Boston was a man child. Yeah, and this kid. Manchild. Manchild. You got to remember who was throwing to him. Right. I mean, he went through a, a quarterback cycle. He also went through the whole deal of coaching, you know, right. different system. And one of the things he was was consistent. And right. he has a little edge to him. Right. I also like this this next this next pick, this Michael um, uh, Brockers. That's going to be that dude from LSU. He's an animal. Six, again, 6'6", 306. As a defensive tackle, I mean, good night. What are they feeding these guys? Now, and that's I'll, the and question. I will, yeah. Seattle's pick. Yeah, I will tell you this right now. First and foremost, I'm just looking on <laughs> Yahoo <laughs> on Yahoo Sports, okay? And they got a profile picture of this Bruce Irvin. Listen, man, somebody, whoever his marketing guy is or whoever that was that picked this picture for him, they need to fire them immediately. This dude does not look awesome. I mean, he looks kind of special. And the thing is, everybody's shocked where he got picked. Yeah. I, that pick right there may determine who's employed next year and who's not. Oh, geez. Well, we're going to take a break, and we're going to try to wrap this the, the rest of this draft up um, by the end of the show. We'll see how it goes. It. But uh, we're going to take another break. We'll be back. Darnell Autry. J.D. Harris. Voice America. flagship station for sports voice america sports tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond listen for the comeback radio show with tony farmer a lot of people believe what they read on the internet hear and see in the media and on the news we're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Your Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sleep. 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 
You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back again. We were just talking about the draft and the Bruce Irvin, you know, you need to get somebody fired for that picture that they posted up on there of you. That's just, you just do not look sane. Uh, and again, I'm just judging on the picture now. I don't know the man. The man might be a good guy. He might be a good, I mean, I, you know, he seems like he's a good player. Clearly he's number 15 pick overall, so he's a pretty good player, outside linebacker. So we'll see how it goes it. Uh, that's, a, that's the, I'll say that was probably one of the draft's biggest shots. Yeah. Yeah. Quentin Cobles. Uh, North Carolina defensive end. A lot of defensive guys going this year. Well, I mean, th- those are safe, good right. picks. And the thing is, uh, a pass rusher in a passing league is like, if you can't get a corner, right. you better get a DN. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, again, 6'6", 285, defensive end, goes to the Jets. Man, what a, what a circus that's going to be. Uh, that's going to be... Circus Burnham and Bailey, and Tim Tebow's the Grandmaster, and Sanchez riding an elephant, and Sexy Rexy. Sexy Rex is gonna be out there, just you know, he's gonna have his big drum. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. But you know what? I like that kid for them. That's gonna be Richard Dent and Forty Six Defense. Let's not. They're gonna be crazy, but we'll see. I mean, I want to see it. No, I'm just saying the dude in that system. Because his athletic ability, right? He's gonna be fun because Rex just does stuff. I mean, you got Darrell Revis that, first of all, quarterbacks are holding on to the ball a lot longer, right? And now you got him putting some pressure, some athletic mugs. Yep. Uh, Dre Kirk uh, Kirkpatrick from Alabama, I like him too. Mm-hmm. I think he's an aggressive corner again. Alabama has a lot of ballers. It's big crazy. Melvin, big, big Melvin Ingram, South oh. Carolina offense outside linebacker, six two. 276, man, I'll He's tell small. you what, he is small, but that 276, that's not small. That's, but, that's, that's borderline, like you keep it up and you'll put, you'll end up with your hand, not just on the ground, but over the nose of somebody. You know what I mean? Well, like, I'm just going to give you a quick alert. The Broncos had just taken Brock Osweiler from Arizona State second wow. pick. Wow. Which that, that's what it was said. I thought a, uh, the so Cardinals. he's now going to be backing up Peyton. Uh, Peyton. Well, he'll never sniff the, the, the field, and he will probably do all the scout team stuff, which is great. Yeah, at 6'8". Good for him. Good for him. 6'8", tallest six, quarterback six, in the yeah. nation. Uh, the Bears The Bears get that Shea McClellan kid from uh, Boise State, which I liked. It's good. Safe. He's going to be solid. It's a, it's yeah. a solid pick. I solid mean, pick. He's going to be a hustler. He's a special teams kind of guy, too. So that's good. A versatile guy. I think I like that pick. They like uh, man. I I really like this kid, Kendall Wright, number twenty pick from Baylor. The burn. He's a burner. Man, is he a burner? If, if think about this. Really, it, first of all, you go RG three. You couldn't even name. You don't even know the coach of Baylor's name. Right. You. I mean, and really, you don't know Kendall Wright until recently. But you just know RG three. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Apparently, I'm wrong because you know this little thing says you know he's not a very impressive forty yard, but he's a good fast. Uh, he's as fast as wide out in, in the draft. And, and see, and that's the thing. Right. And, and to the me, numbers, I, right. I, I think the guy, a lot of guys who's make it, who's made the emphasis and the other guys just had to acquiesce to it is they're making an emphasis 
on how fast a guy runs and right. how high he jumps right. or his arms are this long. But then most of the people who are in the Hall of Fame are people that never made up uh, that fit into those guys, Right, exactly. Effort, effort guys and, and, and just great football players. Payton, flat uh, out. Walter Payton? Great football players, flat out. Chandler Jones uh, goes from Syracuse to uh, the uh, Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots going defensive Man, crazy. Yeah, absolutely. They, but they again, got another ballers. guy, 6'5", 265. I mean, again, this is a defensive end. Uh, He'll be a This will be an interesting pick. This this Brandon Whedon from uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, I like him. I thought he was a good player. I thought mm-hmm. he was good at Oklahoma. He goes to Cleveland, which, again, that's that's another zoo that who knows what's to what to that. I don't know. Um, Riley Reef uh, from Iowa. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe that this guy is the younger brother of a guy, Joe Reef, that I played college ball with, if I'm not mistaken. Joe Reef, I think that's his little brother. Check his bio. Yeah, I'm going to look at his bio. Uh, but he goes, he goes to Detroit again. He's a tackle. He's, I mean, 6'6", 300. He's a tackle. Uh, it's just, that's awesome. I mean, if that is him, that's, that's great. Absolutely great. Um, so, and then, and then first round, Steelers take a, a center, six five three ten center at that. I no guard, guard. Sorry, he's a guard. Sorry, sorry. Six five. I just saw the C there. Six five three ten guard. Again, they needed the offensive and, and work. And that dude gets to the second level pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had him out. Mad athletic. Yep. Mad crazy athletic. <laughs> this is this is going to be a pick that I think they're going to maximize this guy. Number twenty five, Deontay Hightower from Alabama. He is a baller. He bangs. He is a banger, and he's a star. And not only that, he's in a system where they won't let him be the star. They'll just get the most out of him. Yeah. He will be a star just based on where they put him and let him just do what he does best. I mean, New England just got way better. I mean, they, you know, they. And they need to defensively. That's not, that's not yeah, make no yeah, mistake, yeah. but they needed to. They needed to. Defensively, they needed it. And they've improved on offense. They went and got Brandon Lloyd and some, a few other guys. Right. They needed it. No doubt, no doubt about it. Number 26 pick, um, Whitney Marcellus from Illinois. I liked him. He's a hustle guy. He's a, that dude is an athlete. Yeah, he's an athlete. Again, a little bit undersized at 6'4", comparatively speaking to everybody else. He's six four, six, Yeah, yeah, he is. He is, he is. Uh, Cincinnati goes offensive guard from Wisconsin, uh, 6'4", 315. So he's already played in an NFL system. Basically, yeah, exactly, exactly. O-line. That, that O-line U, he went to Wisconsin. Uh, number 28 picked this Nick Perry. Uh, I like this pick. I really like this pick. Uh, for for Green Bay, I another know. huh? You don't like it? No, no. First of all, I'm sorry, Green Bay. I just don't like you being a Chicago boy. Ah, uh, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> just but uh, I just don't like you because it's your the team that you are. Period. That's it. Yeah. No, I, I like him. He's athletic. Uh, the safety from now, that's uh, a pick. Safety from Notre Dame. This uh, Harrison Smith. Yeah, he he reminds me of uh, Zabowski uh, that they had before. Tom Zabowski. Yeah, Zibikowski. Uh, but I'll tell you this though, I'm biased too because I don't like Notre Dame. So eh. But Minnesota Leslie <laughs> Frazier, DB. Eh. No, I I don't dislike Notre Dame. Yeah, I do. No, I don't. And I'll like San Fran. Really yeah, needed another. Exactly. I don't know. I just AJ Jenkins. I, I I mean he's a, he's a baller, but I just 
how many footballs do you have to throw? Yeah. You know your head coaches are, uh, uh, you got a quarterback as a head coach. Well, you're just. Just loading, loading up on wide receivers. Never can have too many wide receivers. Hey. We need three more. We never can have too many. Uh, or Bobby Ingram. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Doug Martin, uh, Boise State running back. He goes first round to, the, to Tampa Bay. I don't know about that one. I, I, you I don't? Just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, he he's fit. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I gotta see. I, I gotta see it on the on the on the field. I mean, a lot. Everybody, you gotta see. I mean, they gotta prove. It. I mean, uh, and with with him and Blunt. Whew. Yeah, I mean, it's a very physical backfield. There's no doubt about it. David Wilson, running back from uh, Virginia Tech. Uh, I like him. He's going to the Giants. I felt like he was a second round guy. Yeah, but I like him. I think he's. I think he's talented. Uh, Brian Quick. Uh, I don't know much about him from Appalachian State, but again, he can run. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's awesome. He's quick. He's you know, smaller school, great. You know, Appalachian great size. State. He can, the boy can go. Six three, six three, two fifteen. So he's 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 a bit thin, but he's gonna be all right. I think in a. Well, I don't know about St. Louis, <laughs> but it'll be all right. Yeah, why not? You. Yeah, I mean, you, they need it. Yeah, they need it. That doesn't necessarily mean that they can. Anyway. Uh, Kobe Freener, Kobe, Kobe Freener, Fleener. That's the guy that Kobe Fleener, tied oh, in from the Stanford. Tied in from Stanford. Oh, of course, the Indianapolis picks him up. Uh, Courtney Upshaw. <laughs> oh man, oh man. I mean, the chops and the hair, man. You no mean, dark wow. Yeah, no doubt <laughs> about it. You look very scary, sir. Very scary. But again, outside linebacker, very physical guy. He fits right in with the Baltimore Ravens. He's a, he's an Alabama guy. He that's that's that fits in perfectly with them. Uh, Derek Wolf uh, goes um, second round, fourth pick to uh, Cincinnati, and then we're we're continuing into the second round and on and on and on. And we'll cover a little bit more of that. We'll actually com- cover the draft a little bit more next week. But I want to thank everybody for taking the opportunity to join us today. Uh, yes, yes. Fun as always. Uh, I'll be interested to hear JD's feedback on the the remainder of the draft next week, but uh, we'll talk about that next week. For sure. Absolutely. We'll be back next week. Darnell Autry. JD here. Voice America OTS. Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show.